Together, these seven great new rental projects across Toronto amount to a $1.2 billion investment through the Rental Construction Financing Initiative. This is an investment in the city of Toronto and in the people who rent homes in this great city. That's Christopher Freeland, Federal Finance Minister. You're listening to Toronto Today, 640 Toronto. My name's Greg Brady. Thanks for giving us your time. That's a big announcement, and it's $1.2 billion of low-interest loans, fully repayable. It'll build more than 2,600 rental homes in the city of Toronto, and we need those homes. I'm sure our next guest would agree. Uh, She's the esteemed mayor of Toronto and kind enough to give us some time this morning. She is Olivia Chow. Olivia, it's great to have you back on the show. I hope all is well, and thanks for making the time. Good morning. Yes, there will be new homes. It's exciting to hear that announcement. And yeah, and we're very grateful for the federal government to uh, provide low interest loans and uh, and a, a small amount of uh, grants for nonprofit groups to build affordable homes because it's not just the supply. Uh, people need to be able to afford it, right? So people look at downtown, there's all these condominiums, but the rent is so high or that it's, uh, the cost to buy one is also uh, not low. Yeah. So uh, affordability is also really important. So we're really grateful for uh, this kind of partnership so that uh, mm. uh Builders can access lower interest because, you know, interest rate is really high these days. And, uh, yeah, and they also took the GST and HST off or GST from the feds. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that helps too. But for nonprofit folks like churches and others that want to build affordable housing, they need a bit of help. So um, you have to put a down payment in, right, in order to borrow the money. So it's the down payment that uh, some of the builders, the nonprofit builders, are having a Uh, bit of trouble. So we're making some dents in Toronto, but it's a tremendous uphill battle. And it's getting colder, too. I think that factors in. I don't even mention enough. It's harder to build in January and February. So we're in a real race, aren't we, to get people into housing, maybe by potentially the spring and summer, aren't we? Yes, I love your word race. It is a race, uh, which is why um, last well, two weeks ago, city council said yes to uh, putting together a roadmap uh, and we've identified sites. We are ready to build. Uh, we are cleaning up our approval process so that it's more transparent and much, much faster. And so it's taking too long to get approval out the door. So we're changing all that. We uh, we are hoping to partner with both federal and provincial government so that we could obtain some grants to help uh, uh, build some affordable housing. There are also two things that we can do immediately. As you said, it's getting cold. Uh, people are on the street. And a lot of people are in shelters. We have 10,000 people in the shelters. We are looking for rent supplement. Have you heard of rent supplement? Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, you're you're looking. And and what's the latest on that? And when would you get answers on that? We don't know. We Mm -hmm. have asked uh, the province to step up a bit. We have 2,000 plus people that are going into 
real permanent homes. So they they might you know they might have eight hundred or a thousand dollar or thousand two hundred for for rent, but it, they don't have enough. So we top up a bit of the rent so that they could leave the shelter, leave the street into a decent home. Uh, that's immediate. Like tomorrow, if you have an extra 200 bucks, you can rent a home. You well, you, you brought, that's interesting because you brought up interest rates. I know, you know, Doug Ford got in some hot water for telling the Bank of Canada what to do and not lo- and not put interest rates up. I'm not asking you what you would tell the Bank of Canada to do, but what would it do for Toronto builders, renters, etc., condo owners even, for interest rates to drop? How much would that help to Tor- Toronto when it goes down? It would help, uh, but because we have these low-cost loans that was just announced, now a small portion of it, we need more, and I think the program will have more, yeah. which means that rather than 6 or 7% that you have to pay or, or higher even, you can just pay, say, 3%. It depends on what project it is. So it is lower, which makes it a lot easier to borrow the money. Now you have to pay all of it back, uh, which is why if a builder wants to build affordable homes, yeah. which is about a third of people's income, they need a bit of a grant. Right, so there's no way around that one. We actually have to shell out money. Yeah. But in the long run, it saves the all of us a lot of money because people have more money left by the end of the month and they can shop and, and eat out and that yeah. stimulate our economy. Olivia Chow is our guest on Toronto Today. There's a lot swirling around the TTC. Um, does Olivia Chow think the TTC needs a new CEO? Where are you on this? Oh, let's not have too much instability. Uh, I have faith with our CEO. We've been there for a few years, and we need to invest in public transit right now. We need a new subway cars order on the Blue Street Line. We need to build that Scarborough busway so that people are not stuck in traffic up in Scarborough. Uh, it would be grand if the federal government can provide us with some capital dollars so we could uh, order those cars. Uh, We announced the Waterfront LRT because there's a huge number of buildings. Now, we're in a race to build amazing number of uh, housing. I know, I know. I'm I'm asking specifically, though, about Rick Leary, because we've heard from counselors on our show who don't know if he's the right person to lead it for. Do you have an opinion on that? Oh, no, I, it's really up to the TDC. Uh, I have confidence in Rick, but uh, it, it's the TDC's an arm's length agency, uh, even yeah. under the city uh, of Toronto. I am focused in investing in TDC so we have better services, making it safer, more reliable and faster. Uh, I That's go- where I'm, I'm really pushing for. By uh, the way, on the housing one, may I just squeeze one more thing in? It, it, yeah, if you don't mind running over, I got one more. I got to ask you about traffic since oh, you brought up oh. traffic. So I don't want to make you late for what you have to do next, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, uh, we can also buy existing buildings because some of the buildings that are uh, you know, not pretty old, yeah. and the owners are bailing, and which means that uh, the the renters are uh, facing renoviction or demoviction. If the city can buy a few of those buildings and help yeah. the tenants retrofit it, then it immediately becomes 
affordable housing for these tenants forever, which is, um, and it could become cooperatives. Uh, it's a really good way. Yeah, that's a start. And that's a long term. I, I like that because that's a long term fix and not a short term fix. So I'm, I am glad you brought that up. Um, traffic. Do, are you in meetings on a regular basis discussing what projects happen, what projects aren't? Do you sit? Are you able to sit in traffic meetings on a regular basis so you know what projects are going forward there? A lot of them seem like they're happening at once. So that's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, I I get it. Uh we, uh, not me personally, but we have now created construction hubs, meaning we're dragging every, I shouldn't say drag, we've invited everybody, <laughs> whether it's hydro or, or water or roads, all of them into one table and say, folks, can we do this together? So that, it, you know, you don't just put, pick up the road and then fill up the road and pick up the road. That mm. includes Metrolink that is building the Ontario lines. Uh, we are putting in more people to direct traffic in busy corners. We are uh, using smart technology to get the lights to uh, to synchronize with the traffic. Yes, please it's do that. I hear that from everybody. We need to, I don't know why it wasn't done 10 years ago. So now the, now the onus is on you and council to do that, I think. Never too late to start doing the right thing. What's an example? I want to go back. What's an example of a building you're talking about um, that what you brought up just a minute ago? What would be an example of that? Well, uh, for example, Hydro is building on College Street. Right. Um, the city is, is uh, repaving College Street. Uh, and um, hey, if they can coordinate it, then you don't have the College Street being... Um, uh, you know, one lane close or two lane close, uh, first for, for paving the roads. And then the next thing, uh, hydro comes and pick it up and lay their line. So, uh, there are a lot, because, you know, be, between, between yeah. the, the telecoms and, and the water, there's really a lot of building and having the construction mm. all of them synchronized and, and coordinated uh, it will go a long way dealing with all the roads that are being shut down I think that's the biggest thing it's just yeah like uh, the projects just all seem to be slamming together but it is that busy time I know you're tight for time please come on as often as you can because the audience likes hearing right from you and thank you for the time this morning thank you have a wonderful day there's Olivia Chow the mayor of Toronto